So welcome to another episode of Conversations with an Investor. This might be the blooper edition because we have had just about anything that can go wrong has went wrong leading up to now. So we're going to give this a good go. And following on from the last podcast uh, that we've done, the Q&A, there has been some more topics. So let's kick off with what they are. Uh, so here is what's been asked. The first one is building confidence. So I guess one of the things that you want to do when you think about confidence is you maybe want to ask why. Why take the time to build confidence? Because in any endeavor, you've got to understand where the benefit is, why, what the result is, what you should strive towards. And one of the things that... If, if you haven't noticed, you probably picked this up intuitively when you speak to someone who has confidence. So you just watch the way they move because there's things that they'll have, those characteristics of confident people. Uh, they, they will appear very relaxed. They'll feel very, very comfortable doing something that you might feel uncomfortable if you were doing it yourself. They uh, will have a, an energy about them, just a sort of aura of, uh, you know, comfort, strength, uh, certainty, surety. They'll have these sorts of characteristics. And you can't help but be drawn to someone like that. Uh, you know, they're very engaging. They're very good to listen to. Uh, some of the things that they come up with, you think, you know, that's, you just tend to find that they're more interactive. It's very easy to listen to them. And they're, 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 you can find a certain degree of a draw or an attraction to that confidence. So, I would say one of the big reasons that you should probably consider building your confidence is that outwardly your interactions will be much more um, much more well received. Inwardly, the things that happen to you when you become more confident is you get rid of things like unnecessary doubt. And I use the word unnecessary there because there is things that you, doubt is very, very well placed. It should be considered. And, but, that shouldn't be used uh, in every situation because there's. I'm sure you you have experienced where you've had massive, massive doubts and you blew something out of proportion, and you end up realizing that it was all for nothing. You go and achieve the task, whatever it is you were going to do, and you go, "Hey, there was nothing really to worry about." So, confident people don't tend to have that happen to them because they generally look at things very, very positively. Uh, they have a can-do sort of approach in their mind they ask the question not what could go wrong but they tend to ask the question well how can I make this work and that's what starts that that inward approach starts that outward energy interaction where you can see they exude that from themselves and it's asking these questions inside your brain that matters the most so what that will breed inside you is a degree of confidence you'll approach situations with uh, a bit more enthusiasm, a bit more energy. You'll tend to not get ham uh, hampered by obstacles, or if something pops up, or there's a little adversity along the way, you just you continue motoring towards your objective, and that each little step that you take matters a lot. It's not the huge leap where you get the confidence. What happens is the confidence happens in stages, and you're, that's where the expression confidence builds because each little step you 
build your confidence. It gets bigger and bigger and bigger. It's not zero to one. It's more like one, two, three, four, all the way up to the end result where you you feel confident about a situation. So inwardly, it can give you a sense of strength. It can give you a sense of uh, belief in yourself. It can give you a sense of value in what you do. It can give you a sense of uh, optimism, which is always good. Outwardly, it can mean that you're well-received, uh, you're well-heard, and that uh, people will look to you for that energy and interaction that your confidence exudes. So that's why I think confidence is important and is very worthwhile considering. Uh, no matter which stage you're at, it's worthwhile building. An interesting side note is, is that I remember the very first uh, sort of self-help book style that I ever read. Uh, I still remember where I was. It was in Asda and it was, you know, young guy, I think he was maybe 19 or 20 years old, and I, I stumbled past this, uh, you know, I was in Asda, go, go to get something for my, my tea, my dinner, and uh, past the sort of bookshelf, and I thought, well, we'll see, see what there is. And it was a hypnotist that was famous at the time, still very much famous, uh, but he was on the TV, and his name was Paul McKenna. And Paul McKenna, is, by his own uh, description, is not what you would call a male model material. Uh, he's got uh, you know, glasses, uh, bald head, nothing, you know, nothing wrong with that. But he he, he said himself he uh, wasn't sort of cover model material. And he's got a Ferrari, stays in Kensington. He, at the time, he had a supermodel girlfriend. And you go, well, I wonder how he's doing this. And his book that he brought out was called Instant Confidence. And anyone that knew me at the time would have thought that there was nothing I needed to learn about confidence because outwardly I appeared that, that very, very uh, confident. And I guess to some degree I was, but it, it it didn't leave me with feeling that I couldn't learn something. And I thought, well, this is worth a read. This guy's doing pretty well. Uh, you know, he's, he's saying that he's getting disproportionate results with uh, his life, uh, his relationships, with his endeavours and what he's doing, the car he's driving, where he's staying, you know, it's worth finding out how he did it. And within that book was detailing not only from his experiences, but also his expertise as a hypnotist, the steps that you could take to become more confident. So even back then, and even the most confident people are always trying to improve. And uh, Paul McKenna, the big thing, the big takeaway from that book was is that before you could have anything outside in the outside world, it needed to happen inside your mind. So you needed to have these thoughts and these these thoughts about what it would be like if you were more confident. What would it be like if you were approaching the situations confidently? What would it be like if you you know, felt that you just you know, couldn't fail at anything? And you were building a picture and you were having these feelings about what it was, uh, what it would be like uh, in putting your yourself in your imagination, you were putting yourself there like it was really happening. And that was the power of the book. And the book was essentially laying out the template of how you get this sort of thing in your mind. Uh, very, very powerful stuff. And I still remember uh, it came with a, a CD in the back and it was a CD that you would play just before you went to sleep. And it was part of the sort of neuro linguistic programming, uh, some of the uh, hypnosis techniques. And it was also just generally a good a good lesson. Uh, I found it very, very helpful. At the time, I was in a high-performance environment. So you were looking for any edge at all. 
any edge that you could get if you could get even one percent better if it meant reading through a book highlighting it uh, listening to a, a, you know an audio cd uh you would do it because you were just looking for that little bit more performance you're always looking for the performance outwardly but also how could you feel better inside uh so yeah little side note there about my uh first ever self-help book so moving on from why you should build confidence can someone who has no confidence at all become confident and that would be something that if if you are a, as a person you find that you have no confidence you're not alone there's a lot of people out there that are like that and um generally you'll find that there's a situation where when you get speaking to them and you find out a little bit more about them something interesting happens is that you realize that there's lots and lots and lots of things that they're actually quite good at and there's lots of things that they should be confident about um, because they've got the skill set and what happens is generally these people if you imagine that on this side is the things that you're good at and on this side is the things that you're not so good at they're generally looking over here and they're not giving themselves the credit for the things that are over here and generally what you need is so what you need to do is say hey look I want you to just like i know that this stuff's here i know it's relevant in your life but let's take stock of this as well because there's there's also things that you're doing that are pretty good and if you want to beat yourself up uh because you're not great at these that's okay but you all if with the same token you need to also give yourself the equal amount of credit you know it's polarity if you want to have the negative you've got to have the positive uh so you need to distribute that evenly and that you, you start to inquire like you know, how did you learn how to get good at this how long did it take you did it seem natural you know where did you pick it up did you learn did you, you know did you read any books and you tend to find you, what happens is you start to move the shift the, the needle moves across and you can see them start to develop this sort of opening in their mind where they go yeah yeah, it's pretty good. And if you learn to develop that, there's ways and techniques that you can make sure that you're focusing on the right things. So just be really, really careful with the types of conversations that you have in your head um, because they matter. Like that internal voice that you listen to, you're also in control of what that asks you. So just make sure you're asking the right questions. So for instance, if you're saying, you know, I'm just not confident. I just find that I can't speak to anyone. Well, say, well, what else? What What is it that you are good at? You say, well, okay. Uh, you know, I'm pretty good at building Lego sets or I'm really, really, really good at taking pictures or uh, good at building websites or, you know, I'm great at whatever the particular thing, gardening. And you say, well, how did you get involved in that? How did you start gardening? How did you find that you were good at it? And then you see that there's a familiar path that's followed. Success leaves clues. Generally what happens, you find an interest. You go out and you try it. And then you realize that you can improve in it. You'll go and find out some information. You'll keep improving, keep improving. Well, that can be done in anything. And what happens is when you find out that you can lay that template on just over just about anything, you realize that you, it's not that you aren't capable and it's not that you can't be confident. It's is that you've just not really figured out that you can lay this template on it, on all the different things. So to, to give yourself that reminder, I would say just remember that you're good at something. Everyone is good at something. 
So figure out what, what you are, are good at, backtrack and find out how you got good at it, and then work out, well, can I overlay that template on something I would like to be better at? So say, for instance, you're great at gardening, and but you would like to start a business. And you go, okay, well, let me see. I don't know anything about business, and uh, what can I what can I cross over from what I learned about gardening to uh, how to start a business? Well, when you were gardening, you didn't know anything. You went out and tried it, and then you realised that you could improve in it. So you got the information to improve in it, and then you kept going, kept going. That process happened over and over again. So that would be what you would do with business. You would say, "Hey, look, I'm thinking about starting a business. How do you do it?" And then you start to build your your knowledge base and as you build that knowledge base those little steps take place where you become a little more confident a little more confident a little more confident you go and speak to some business owners you go and ask for some advice they give you some tips you take some notes you feel good that you've went out and reached out to people people are giving you their time and it builds and it builds and it builds and just like gardening now you have you're, you've got some momentum behind you and then you can start to develop that confidence streak and that starts with asking the right questions. How can I be better at starting a business? Just the same way as I got better at being a gardener. So how can your life change if you learn to become more confident? Uh, I think your life changes because your interactions become better. If you imagine that, if you imagine that you had a conversation, if you take the conversations that you've had in the last six months, and you think back about all the interactions that you've had, just imagine that you were 100% more confident now and you got to replay those conversations, what they would be like. Would they be exactly the same? Would you be? Would they improve? If they did improve, how would they improve? How would you come across? How would, how would people see you in their eyes? These are all the things that you would, you would probably say, hey, look, I would get significant benefit if I was more confident. And the reason that benefit happens is it's twofold. You, you've got the outward appearance that people will enjoy inter interacting with you and you generally become very memorable. So when you have an interaction and you're making a first impression, people pick up on the energy that you give off. So to give you an example of, you know, closed off and quiet and I'm not like confident and I don't really feel comfortable here. Versus someone who is really engaging, is interested, they come across well, their body language is good, the way that they speak sounds strong and comfortable being in the environment, they listen to you, they're asking you great questions. Compare those two. Same, same style of interaction, the other person is the same and how you come across can make a, a massive difference. So having those better interactions in your life is just going to put you in an overall better position that's the outward appearance but the inward appearance the inward reality is is that when you become more confident in your interactions you can get access to more people you can get more knowledge and advice you can build better relationships uh, you come across well new opportunities can open up to you but you also feel good inside because you know that you're developing part of the thing that drives us is a sense of fulfillment and the sense of fulfillment about engaging and having those great engagements is the something that we 
uh, notice when we're doing it well. And it's something that we, when we lack those engagements or engaging well with people, it's something that we we all feel that we could definitely benefit if we if we worked on it. So I definitely believe that lives can change when they become more confident. And the reason that uh, the easiest way to see someone who builds confidence very, very quickly, if you want a, a really, really quick way of seeing a massive change in someone is through physical activity. So that can be, you know, to any degree. So you can have someone who is fields down in the dumps. I, I, I don't know if I know anyone who's at peak physicality in terms of they're going out, they're training hard and whatever that may be, but they're exerting themselves physically. So obviously everyone is different and some people can't exert themselves the same as other people can. But I mean, within their limits, they're exerting, they're going past their comfort zone and they're doing it frequently. So when people that do that frequently, I don't know anyone that lacks confidence. Uh, they they all, even if they you know beat themselves up in the past, uh, maybe they they feel that they lack self worth. When you go out and you train and you push yourself past your comfort zone, a couple of things happen. First of all, the physical element of it is, is that you're we are designed to move. We are designed to exercise. Our bodies like that we move, and so much so that there's a chemical release in our in our body when we exercise it's called endorphins and it's the feel-good hormone and that hormone makes us feel good after we've trained that's why when you've really thrashed yourself despite the fact that you're you've went to the ragged edge you feel quite good and it, that's the endorphins kicking in that's your body signal hey yeah we like this some more of this please and that is that's the physical element of going out and using physical activity because when you do that you feel good, your body feels strong. Mentally, you've probably been up against your comfort zone, you've been up against the ragged edge, you've went past the comfort zone and you've stayed in that ragged edge and maybe you've set a personal record or a personal best or you've went a little bit further or maybe even you just didn't feel it that day. Maybe you felt garbage but you still went out and you know what? You thrashed yourself, whether you're out running, walking, going up a hill, maybe even just going round the block and all the way to the extreme, maybe you're running a marathon, maybe you're going absolutely you flat out for as long and as hard as you can go, but if you are in that that sweet spot, which is past your comfort zone and at close to the edge of what's possible and what you can achieve, and when you're in that sweet spot, it's almost impossible that you don't become more confident because your body feels strong, you feel good, and mentally you know that you had a choice. That choice was that you could just take it easy. You could listen to that inner bitch. It's going to whisper every single thing that you need to hear. That inner voice. It's got that intel on you. It's got that intelligence. It's got that weak point. It knows all the all the times previously that you gave in. It knows all the weak points that will cause you to crack. And it's telling you, hey, look, it's okay. You don't need to go any further. You can stop. It's raining outside. Ah, look, do it another day. Start Monday. And it's whispering and it's saying, hey, it's telling you everything you want to hear to get you to crack. But see, if you don't, 
you chose the harder option. And that's, that's got a reward. And that reward is endorphins. That reward is building a little bit more confidence. See if you do that regularly and consistently, you're just going to get better. Just like we said, it's not one leap. It's all those little blocks. If you implement that physicality in your life, it is almost impossible. You don't become more confident. So what's the downfall? People's downfall, they lack the consistency. Because everybody's done it. Everyone's had a start. Going to go down the gym. New year, new me. This is my year. You know, they go down to the sports shop and they buy, they need to buy new clothes because last year, when it was, you know, my year, the previous year, when they started, woohoo, the, the clothes don't fit because they fired on more weight. So they need to go down and buy new clothes. So they've got all the clothes. They've, they've bought, you know, I need to work out five, I'm going to work out five times a week, so I need five outfits. They go and hire the personal trainer. They buy a block of 10 or 20 or whatever it is that they do and they pay them up front and they're great. And then what happens is they, they start and they get one or two sessions in and they're charged up, they're fired up. And then the, the, the motivation falls off and they go back to the default mode and then our bitch is talking away and it's winning, it's winning the battles. You've worked late, there's been traffic, uh, you know, the kids are sick, the dog needs to go to the vet, the car needs a service, uh, you know, the wife called, yada, 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 just fill in the blank of whatever the reason is. Uh, and what do you do? You go home and open the wine. Or you go home and say, hey, look, I'm not going to go to the gym. You know, I'm just going to get some fast food, and some junk food. I've just had enough. I've had enough today. And then what happens is that cycle, you've taken that step down. And then you go, well, I'll start Monday. And Monday never comes. And it goes down and down and down and down and down. And what happens is now you've got the three brand new gym attires that now still have the tags in them. Personal trainer's not here for you. He's dropped messages. You say, I'll start Monday. Monday never comes because inevitably something else in life happens. You've already cracked. You know, your your willpower didn't crack. It never showed up in the first place because the first hurdle you, you, you gave in. And then before you know it, you're two, three months down the line and you go, well, I'll wait till summer. Summer comes, it's passed, and it's all the excuses. And you end up going, well, it's the next year, new year, new me, big start. So that's what consistency, that's what happens with consistency when you get it the wrong way. That's why it's important. A cornerstone of what you should do is imagine that confidence is tied to consistency. So if you become more consistent, you take the hard choice, you don't give in to the inner bitch, you do not give in to that voice in your head, you will become consistent. And it's almost impossible that if you become consistent, that you do not become confident. Consistency will breed confidence. And that the best, the best and quickest way to do that is through physical exercise. Go and find something that you don't want to do and go and do it. Do it one day, do it the next day, do it the day after that. And three weeks of that, you will become unrecognizable. Your confidence levels will go through the roof. Your energy levels will, will increase. You'll lose the body weight that you've been carrying, the additional fat. You'll feel stronger. You'll feel uh, more alert. You'll start to look for other things that you can improve. 
uh, you start to look and go, well, you know, I've done this on this one thing with the physicality and training. Where else can I apply it to? You start to look for the, the opportunities start to appear. And as you do all those little tasks, clean your desk, make your bed, you know, tidy that spare room that you've been meaning to do for a long time, that all add up. And as you feel yourself motoring up, that momentum brings the confidence. And what happens is the inner bitch goes down and the inner what can I do increases. And that is why you should think about improving your confidence no matter where it is in the scale. And anyone can become more confident, even the most confident. And if you're out there and you think it's impossible for you to have any confidence at all, well, get off your ass because you can become more confident. If you put in the work, you put in the graft, you do it long enough and you're consistent, you will become confident. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Little Q&A. If you like these, we'll do more. Hit me up with any other suggestions that you've got if you'd like me to cover them off. You know where we are on all the social media channels, Conversations with an Investor. You can see my videos on YouTube. You can visit the website. If you've got any uh, questions or, or any uh, topics, you can send them in discreetly to my email at hello at cwipodcast.com. If you fancy putting them on socials, getting some interaction, send them in. And in, until the next time, from me, that's a wrap.